0: Hi, welcome back to Idiots and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we're talking about season four, episode seven called It's the Great Pumpkin, Sam Winchester.
1: <laughs> it's like Charlie Brown. I know, I love it.
0: <laughs> you know, I watched that once and I can't remember what happens. Does the great pumpkin appear at the end?
1: You know, I can't remember. I would be lying if I said I remembered any of them. <laughs> yeah,
0: I just remember <laughs> a so whole long. lot of waiting.
1: Yeah, I don't remember anything from it, quite honestly. Okay. I think it's been years since I've seen that.
0: I was going to buy it because I had it at Walgreens and it was like 12 bucks. And I'm like, I just remember a whole lot of waiting. I don't want to spend $12 on just waiting.
1: Well, and Charlie so. Brown episodes and like the movies are usually only like a half hour long. Yeah,
0: they're not so long. So like
1: $12 yeah. for 30 minutes.
0: Hmm. I did <sighs> buy Hocus Pocus for $7 though.
1: I mean, I haven't seen that yet.
0: I hadn't either. Well, okay, no, I had when I was a lot younger, and Mm -hmm. I remember being like, this is okay. Mm -hmm. Not great. Yeah. (laughs) But, But there's so much, like... Press about it mm-hmm. right now being, you know, the Halloween like season. Like every
1: Halloween, everybody's like freaking out around I know, so well, I just went and
0: bought it. And mm-hmm. um, and it was pretty good. It was pretty funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I appreciated it a lot more as an adult yeah, than as a kid. And I think at the time, because it is kind of more of a kid's movie, mm-hmm. but there was just stuff that I wasn't quite getting or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So anyway, i okay. need to
1: watch that at some point. Yeah, <laughs> I have it. You can borrow it. Okay.
0: <laughs> Let's see. Um, oh, but do you have a way to play a DVD right now? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, I've got the TV thing figured out. Okay, good. It took me a little while to figure out all the chords and connections oh, yeah. and all that BS, but of course. I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> Finally.
0: Okay. Well, then, I we, next time I come over, we're going to watch Slither.
1: Okay. Okay. It's so
0: gross. You're going to love it.
1: You're going to love it. Okay.
0: They're like these little alien worms that, like, try mm. to get into...
1: That sounds familiar. <laughs>
0: i know i haven't made you
1: watch it no i wouldn't have watched it with you but it sounds like something that maybe maybe i've seen or no i don't know okay maybe i'm thinking of something else
0: well we'll watch it and see if it is familiar
1: it might have been a supernatural episode for all i know i I think
0: they do have an episode kind of like that okay that's probably what
1: i'm thinking of is that
0: didn't didn't name them jefferson starships i'm not sure If that's the same episode, actually, I have no idea. I think it's something else. Anyway, okay. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, it's the Great Pumpkin, Sam Winchester. (laughs) We start out two days before Halloween. A woman walks into her home where her husband, uh, whose name is Luke Wallace, is feeding their baby. Cute
1: messy baby face. It was really cute. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He asks his wife, "How was the store?" She says, "Oh, madness! Everyone is town. Everyone in town was stocking up." Luke looks at the huge bin of Halloween candy (laughs) she bought home. Brought home. And says, did you get enough? Mm-hmm. She laughs and says, I had to arm wrestle Norma Beaker for this. Mm-hmm. Luke says, honey, she's 74. She says, and a lot stronger than she looks. <laughs> Luke tries to get some candy to munch on, but his wife shoos him away. She says, remember last year? We ran out at 6.30 p.m. Luke says, it's just one piece. She says, you can have as much as you want after Halloween. The baby starts fussing, so Mrs. Wallace picks him up and says, Hootie's a bath? To her husband, she asks, are you coming? And he says, I'll be up in a minute. So she leaves with the baby. Luke gets into the candy and eats a piece. Like,
1: literally no shame. Just, like, straight for it. No self-control. Right.
0: (laughs) He stops chewing abruptly and reaches into his mouth. There is a razor blade stuck in the roof of his mouth. He pulls it out. Okay, I think about this moment a lot oh my gosh every time I eat candy I think about this moment
1: I know like I literally I wrote that down I like literally every time I see Halloween candy I'm like razor blades yes like and I I, like tentatively chew things sometimes Mm -hmm. because I'm like what if there's something in it for real like this scene in this episode has messed me up as far as candy goes. Yeah, And like sometimes I think of it, sometimes I don't, but like every time I see a bunch of Halloween candy, like in a bowl or in a box or something like that, I'm like, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, and I'm I don't it. eat it because of that. Like, there's so times when I've just been like, "I'm mm, mm-hmm. it's not worth it.
0: <laughs> there's a couple houses in this neighborhood, too, who instead of giving out like wrapped candy, mm-hmm. put together little goodie bags of like homemade stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, I'm not letting my kid eat this. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean,. It's a cute idea and that is what people used to do, you know, like, and it's kind of fun to have, like, homemade stuff, but, like, if you're gonna do something like that, don't have it be food, have it be, like, you know, some variety of, like, a little cheesy toy pack or something, you know, like, not, not, yeah, I agree. Unless you're making, like, a little goodie bag of a little, a bunch of little, like, jolly ranchers or something like that where mm-hmm. it's like you know you're bagging together things but it's something that's like prepackaged or whatever okay fine you know yeah but totally yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah ugh. so uh so okay so he pulls out the razor blade oh
1: and it's like blood is everywhere yeah
0: then he it's bends disgusting. over and gags he spits out another razor blade he keeps gagging and spitting out blood until he collapses and dies Ugh. <laughs> Mrs. Wallace comes downstairs and screams. (laughs) Opening title sequence. And then we cut to Sam and Dean dressed in suits. They're in Mrs. Wallace's kitchen talking to her. Sam says, now how many razor blades did they find? She said two on the floor, one in his stomach, and one was stuck in his throat. He swallowed four of them. How is that even possible? She looks at Dean, who is checking out the oven. She says, the candy was never in the oven. Dean says, we just have to be thorough, Mrs. Wallace. Sam asks, did the police find any razors in the rest of the candy? She says, no. I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. I just can't believe it. You hear urban legends about this stuff, but it actually happens? Sam says, more than you might imagine. Dean uh, notices some skid marks on the floor by the refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, skid marks. (laughs) I didn't even think how that would sound. I so I feel like I keep doing that. I keep like <laughs> writing like shit that's hilarious and not noticing it.
1: Uh, okay. It's all good. <laughs> you know what?
0: We here at Edges and Assbutts are not fans of Skid Marks. No. I'm to put that out there. <laughs>
1: not at all it's disgusting uh, okay so dean
0: notices skid marks on the floor by the refrigerator so he slides it away from the wall and finds the okay. hex bag
1: you know what i'm thinking of it's like you know how dogs when they're like sometimes i think it's when they have like worms or something like that mm-hmm. they'll like scoot their butts across oh the yeah floor.
0: totally totally like, <laughs> no killian did that one time oh okay. he had his clothes on thank god oh, yeah, yeah okay that's good but i was just like Let's go to the bathroom and wipe your butt and change your underwear. <laughs> like, what <God>. is happening? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so he finds a hex bag. He shows it to Sam from behind Mrs. Wallace's back. Sam says, Mrs. Wallace, did Luke have any enemies? Anyone who might have held a grudge against him? Coworkers, neighbors, maybe a woman? Mrs. Wallace says, are you suggesting an affair? Sam says, is it possible? She says, no, Luke would never. Sam says, "I'm very sorry. We just have to consider all possibilities." She says, "If someone wanted to kill my husband, don't you think they'd find a better way than a razor and a piece of candy that he might eat?" Mm. Which, I mean, that's a pretty good point. Yeah. So, we cut to Sam in his motel room. Dean comes through the door eating some candy. Sam says, "Really? <laughs> after that choked down all, after that guy choked down all those razor blades?" Dean says, "It's Halloween, man." <laughs> Sam says, "Yeah, for us, every day is Halloween." Dean says, he's not wrong. (laughs) I know he's not. Dean says, don't be a downer. He looks at Sam's research and asks, anything interesting? Sam says, well, we're on a witch hunt, that's for sure. But this isn't your typical hex bag. Gold thread, an herb that's been extinct for 200 years. He picks up a coin and says, and this is Celtic. I don't mean some new age knockoff. Looks like the real deal, like 600 years old real. And that is the charred and, blah, blah, blah. and that is the charred metacarpal, I can't even say that word right did I say it right?
1: Metacarpal. Yes,
0: metacarpal bone of a newborn baby Dean says, oh gross Sam says, relax man, it's like at least 100 years old. Mm-hmm. Dean says, "All oh, right, like that makes it better. Witches man they're so freaking skeevy <laughs> Sam says, yeah, well it takes a pretty powerful one to put a bag like this together more juice than we've ever dealt with um, that's for sure what about you? Find anything on the victim? Dean says, This Luke Wallace, he was so vanilla that he made vanilla seem spicy. <laughs> I can't find any reason why somebody would want this guy dead. We cut to a teenage Halloween costume party. Two girls are hanging out together, Jenny and Tracy. Uh, Tracy is played by Ashley Benson, who was a main character in um, Pretty Little Liars, if you ever watched that show. Mm-mm. It's like all the like high school drama of... The Vampire Diaries, mm-hmm. but like in a murder mystery kind of way.
1: Okay, I mean I've heard that it's good.
0: It was pretty good. It was very high school. Yeah. Oh. And there's Mean Girls, and oh. you know what I mean. There's just all that.
1: I mean, that sounds like something that I would like. I liked it. Try out and then probably get sucked into whether I liked it or not. Yeah, <laughs> I liked
0: it. I did. Yeah. I didn't finish it, but uh um, yeah. but I did get through like a lot of seasons of it yeah
1: isn't it all on netflix i, I think so
0: yeah.
1: yeah that might be something that i have to watch
0: i think you would i think you would appreciate it yeah yeah okay. yeah okay so jenny and tracy jenny says this party blows we should just go tp somebody <laughs> tracy says um tracy sees a boy and says oh hey justin you break into the you break out the booze yet Justin motions at the liquor cabinet and says, It's triple locked. So you guys are going to the mausoleum party tomorrow night. Jenny says, Are you going to be there? Justin says, It's going to be rad. I'm going to get so baked. <laughs> Jenny says, Well, it's got to be better than this G-rated ass fest. Tracy says, Oh, come on. It's not that bad. She sees a tub full of water and apples and goes over to it. She says, Oh, check it out. Justin says, Okay, bobbing for apples is lame. <laughs> Tracy says, Come on. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Justin says, uh, lame. So Tracy gets down on her knees and bends over in front of them. Justin totally checks her out. She gets an apple immediately and shows them. Justin says, I stand corrected. (laughs) Jenny, looking a little jealous, says, well, I want to try. So she gets down on her knees and starts trying to bite an apple, but she's having no luck. Then she can't lift her face out of the water. Justin says, wow, she can really hold her breath. Tracy laughs and then notices Jenny struggling, so she tries to lift her face out of the water. Justin helps, and then the water starts boiling. Jenny stops struggling, and the boiling stops. They pull Jenny out, and her face is all blistered, and she is dead.
1: I wonder, like, would you die from... I mean, obviously, I'm kind of wondering, it's like, okay, she probably didn't die from the boiling. She probably died from lack of oxygen, and then Mm -hmm. her face got boiled on top of it. Yeah, I don't know. Cuz like they kind of make it sound like she died because she was boiled, but like mm-hmm. how could that be a thing? You know, like I'm if not you're really just boiling sure. your skin, that wouldn't kill you. Yeah. Necessarily. I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't know
0: either. But again, if it's something witchy, maybe it's more of a supernatural cause of death. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As opposed to something Like that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't know. Witches, man.
1: The things we'll probably never know.
0: (laughs) So we cut to Sam and Dean walking into the crime scene. Lots of police are there. Dean takes one look at Tracy and tells Sam, I got this one. (laughs) Sam says two words, jailbait. Dean says, I would never. (laughs) Yes, he would. He would. (laughs) Dean walks up to Tracy, who is telling a cop, it's so weird. I mean, the water in the tub, it wasn't even hot. i would just been in there myself. Dean says, your friend didn't happen to know a man named Luke Wallace. They look at him weirdly, and Dean holds up his fake FBI badge. He says, Agent Seeger, FBI. The cop walks away, and Tracy says, um, who's Luke Wallace? Dean says, he died yesterday. Tracy says, I don't know who that is. And while they're having this conversation, Sam was searching the room for a hex bag, and he finds one. We cut to their motel room. Sam and Dean are doing research. Dean says, I'm telling you, both of these victims are squeaky clean. There's no reason for wicked bitch payback. Sam says, maybe because it's not about that. Dean says, wow, insightful. <laughs> Sam says, maybe this, uh, this witch isn't working a grudge. Maybe they're working a spell. Check this out. He starts reading from a book. Three blood sacrifices over three days, the last before midnight on the final day of the final harvest. Celtic calendar. The final day of the final harvest is October 31st. Dean says Halloween. Sam says exactly. Dean asks, what exactly are the blood sacrifices for? Sam says, if I'm right, this witch is summoning a demon and not just any demon. Sam Hain. Dean says, am I supposed to be impressed? Sam says, Dean, Sam Hain is the damn origin of Halloween. The Celts believed it was the one night of the year when the veil was the thinnest between the living and the dead. And it was Sam Hain's night. I mean, masks were put on to hide from him, sweets left on doorsteps to appease him, faces carved into pumpkins to worship him. He was exercised centuries ago. Dean says, So even though Sam Hane took a trip downstairs, the traditions stuck. The traditions stuck. <laughs> Sam says, Exactly. Only now, instead of demons and blood orgies, Halloween is all about kids, candy, and costumes. Dean says, Okay, so some witch wants to raise Sam Hane and take back the night. Sam says, Dean, this is serious. Dean says, I am serious. Sam says, we're talking heavyweight witchcraft. This ritual can only be performed every 600 years. Dean says, and the 600-year marker rolls around. Sam says, tomorrow night. (laughs) Dean says, naturally. Well, it is, well, it sure is a lot of death and destruction for one demon. Sam says, that's because he likes company. Once he's raised, Sam Hain can do some raising of his own. Dean asks, raising what exactly? Sam says, dark evil crap and lots of it. They follow him around like the friggin' Pied Piper. Dean says, so we're talking ghosts. Sam says, yeah. Dean says, zombies? Sam says, "Uh uh-huh. Dean says, leprechauns? (laughs) Sam says, Dean. (laughs) Dean says, those little dudes are scary. Small hands.
1: (laughs) Which... I immediately thought of the president. <laughs> There's so many memes about him and his teeny oh, hands. Oh, God. i was like, oh. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: There's so much I want to say, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we won't go there. We won't go there. I just... It was just like, how many small hands memes have I seen lately because of him? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I saw one where someone basically said that if look like donald trump stands like he's the front of a centaur
1: the front end of a centaur and i can't
0: i can't see anything else now that's that's every time i see him like, like full body up, like with yeah
1: his, you know, chest out and his little butt out and just, yeah I don't know, just whatever. Never,
0: next time you see a full full picture of him just imagine. I'm just gonna laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I can't unsee it. So. That's funny. Anyway, okay. So mm-hmm. Sam says, "Look, it just starts with ghosts and ghouls." This, my writing is so terrible right here. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, this sucker keeps on going. By night's end, we are talking every awful thing we've ever seen, everything we fight, all in one place. Dean says it's gonna be a slaughterhouse. So we cut to the next day, which is Halloween. Dean sitting in baby eating candy. He throws the wrappers on the car seat and we see that there are like 20 wrappers already there. Oh, at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dean holds his stomach and groans.
1: He's like literally eating candy until he Ralphs I like know. Oh, <laughs> he cannot geez. control himself.
0: So he gets a call from Sam. Sam asks, how's it going? And Dean says, awesome. Yeah, I talked with Mrs. Razorblades again. I've been sitting out in front of her house for hours, and I've got a big steaming pile of nothing. (laughs) Sam says, look, Dean, someone planted those hex bags, someone with access to both houses. There's got to be some connection. Dean says, yeah, well, I hope we find him soon, because I'm starting to cramp like a son of a bitch. (laughs) Dean sees Tracy walking up to the Wallace's house. Sam says, quit whining. Dean says, no, Sam, I mean son of a bitch. Mrs. Wallace answers your door. And I, that, was, that was a weird transition. <laughs> Whatever. No, we'll Sam, I mean, son of a bitch. Mrs. Wallace answers her door and hands the baby she's carrying to Tracy. Cut to the motel room. Dean walks in and Sam says, so our apple bobbing cheerleader. Dean says, Tracy, the Wallace's babysitter. She told me she'd never even heard of Luke Wallace. Sam says, interesting look for a centuries old witch. Dean says, yeah, well, if you were a 600 year old hag, you would pick any co- you could pick all right i'm gonna try that again if you were a 600 year old hag and you could pick any costume to come back in wouldn't you go for a hot cheerleader i would
1: dean wants to be a hot cheerleader then
0: he contemplates that for a minute (laughs) yeah he so does sam says well tracy is not as wholesome as she looks did some digging apparently she got into a violent altercation with one of her teachers got suspended from school So we cut to Tracy's school. Dean walks into the art department, dressed in a suit. Hanging from the ceiling is a buttload of papier-mâché masks. While he's looking at them, we hear the screams that Dean heard in hell. Sam walks in and says, bring back memories? Dean asks, what do you mean? Sam says, being a teenager, all that angst. What do you think I meant? (laughs) Dean says, nothing. And we see a guy putting a giant bong inside a kiln. (laughs) Dean says, now that brings back memories. (laughs) The dude with the bong says, dude, I need a bigger kiln. (laughs) A teacher walks in and says, you gentlemen wanted to talk to me? Sam says, oh, Mr. Harding. The teacher says, please, Don, even my students call me Don. (laughs) Dean says, I'm Agent Getty. This is Agent Lee. We just had a few questions about Tracy Davis. Don says, Tracy, bright kid, loads of talent. It's a shame she got suspended. Dean says, you two had a violent altercation? Don laughs and says, yeah, she exploded. If Principal Murrow hadn't walked by when he did, Tracy would have clawed my eyes out. Sam asks why? Don says, You know, I was only trying to rap with her about her work. It had gotten inappropriate and disturbing. Dean says, more disturbing than these guys? And Dean points at some of the scary masks. (laughs) Don says, she would cover page after page with these bizarre cryptic symbols. And then there were the drawings. Detailed images of killings. Gory, primitive. She would depict herself in the middle of them, participating. Sketchy! (laughs) Sam says, symbols. What kind of symbols? Anything like this? He shows Don the coin that was in the hex bag. Don says, yeah, I think that might have been one of them. Dean says, so you know where Tracy is now. Don says, I would imagine her apartment. She got here about a year ago, alone, as I understand it, as an emancipated teen. God only knows what her parents were like. (laughs) We cut to outside the boys' motel room. Dean drives up in Baby and gets out to meet with Sam. Uh, Dean says, so? Sam says, Tracy was nowhere I could find. Any luck with her friends? Dean says, no, luck is not our style. Friends don't know where she is. It's like the bitch hopped on a broom. (laughs) Sam says...
1: He really hates witches. He really does. Like, really does.
0: (laughs) Sam says, she could be making the third sacrifice any time. Dean says, yes. Thank you, Sam. A kid dressed up as an astronaut walks up to them with a candy bucket. He says, trick or treat. Dean says, this is a motel. The kid says, so? Dean says, so we don't have any candy. Sam says, no, we have a ton in the... Dean says, we did... But it's gone. Sorry, kid. We can't help I ate you. It. Yeah, I ate it all. The kid says, I want candy. Dean says, Well, I think you've had enough. The kid glares at him and then shoves past him. They go into their motel room and Cass is there. Sam pulls out his gun and yells, Who are you? Dean says, Sam, wait. It's Castiel, the angel. There's another dude in the room and Dean says, Him, I don't know. Castiel says, Hello, Sam. Sam says, Oh my God. Err didn't mean to sorry it's an honor really I've heard a lot about you he holds out his hand to shake Castiel but Cass waits a while before he shakes Sam's hand
1: he's just like "Mm, what Yeah.
0: (laughs) Cass says and I you Sam Winchester the boy with the demon blood glad to hear you've seized your extracurricular activities the other dude in the room says so let's keep it that way Dean says yeah okay chuckles to Cass he says who's your friend Cass says the raising of Sam Hain have you stopped it Dean asks, why? Cass says, Dean, have you located the witch? Dean says, yes, we've located the witch. Cass says, and is the witch dead? Dean says, we know who it is. Cass says, apparently the witch knows who you are, too. And he holds up a hex bag and says, this was inside the wall of your room. If we hadn't found it, surely one or both of you would be dead. Do you know where the witch is now? Dean says, we're working on it. Cass says, that's unfortunate. Dean asks, what do you care? Cass says, the raising of Sam Hain is one of the sixty-six seals. Dean says, so this is about your little buddy Lucifer. The other dude says, Lucifer is no friend of ours. <laughs> Dean so says. I know. <laughs> Dean says, it's just an expression. Cass says, Lucifer cannot rise. The breaking of the seal must be prevented at all costs. Dean says, Okay, great. Well now that you've now that you're here, why don't you tell us where the witch is? We'll gank her and everybody goes home. Cass says, we are not omniscient, omniscient, I can't say this word, thank you. (laughs) The witch is very powerful. She's cloaked, even to our methods. Sam says, okay, well, we already know who she is, so if we work together. The other dude interrupts and says, enough of this. Dean says, who are you and why should I care? Cass says, this is Uriel, 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 Uriel. this is Uriel. (laughs) I'm going to say it wrong so many times. He's what you might call a specialist. (laughs) Dean says, what kind of specialist? What are you going to do? Cass says, you, both of you, you need to leave this town immediately. Dean asks, why? And Cass says, because we're about to destroy it. Dean says, so this is your plan? You're going to smite the whole freaking town? Cass says, we're out of time. This witch has to die. The seal must be saved. Sam says, there are a thousand people here. Uriel says, 1,214. Sam says, and you're willing to kill them all? Uriel says, this isn't the first time I've purified a city. Cass says, look, I understand this is regrettable. We have to hold the line. Too many seals have broken already. Dean says, so you screwed the pooch on some seals, and now this town has to pay the price. Cass says, it's the lies of 1,000 against the lies of 6 billion. There's a bigger picture here. Dean says, right, because you're bigger picture kind of guys. <laughs> Cass says Lucifer cannot rise he does and hell rises with him is that something you're willing to risk Sam says we'll stop the switch before she summons anyone your seal won't be broken and no one has to die Uriel says we're wasting time with these mud monkeys Cass says I'm sorry but we have our orders Sam says no you can't do this you're angels I mean aren't you supposed to you're supposed to show mercy Uriel says says who Cass says we have no choice Dean says, of course you have a choice. I mean, come on. What, you've never questioned a crap order? What are you both, just a couple of hammers? Cass says, look, even if you can't understand it, have faith. The plan is just. Sam says, how can you even say that? Cass says, because it comes from heaven. That makes it just. Dean says, it must be nice to be so sure of yourselves. Cass says, tell me something, Dean. When your father gave you an order, didn't you obey? Dean says, sorry, boys. It looks like the plans have changed. Uriel says, you think you can stop us? Dean says, no, but if you're going to smite this whole town, then you're going to have to smite us with it because we are not leaving. You went to the trouble of busting me out of hell. I figure I'm worth something to the man upstairs. You want to waste me? Go ahead. See how he digs that. Uriel says, I will drag you out of here myself. Dean says, yeah, but you'll have to kill me. Then we're back to the same problem. I mean, come on, you're going to wipe out a whole town for one little witch? Sounds to me like you're compensating for something. We can do this. We'll find that witch. We will stop the summoning. Uriel says, Castiel, I will not let these. Cast says, enough. I suggest you move quickly. We cut to Sam and Dean walking up to Baby, who is covered in bird poop.
1: Is that what that was? Or white paint. I couldn't really figure it out. Because, like, clearly it was the kid that did it.
0: Yeah, so it must be he white paint. He wouldn't have just,
1: like, squeezed a bunch of pigeons Oh, my God. Car. Yeah,
0: But it does look like bird poop. But but, kind of. but But Dean yells astronaut when he sees it, so he knows that it's the astronaut. So it must be white yeah, paint. Yeah, it
1: was, like, well, but, like, it didn't look like paint, though. It looked like it had chunks in it.
0: It looked like bird poop
1: kind of I don't know the only thing I could think of is like maybe it was egg
0: oh no I don't, egg doesn't look like that
1: the white with like the stuff in the middle
0: yeah egg doesn't really look like that it's more clear
1: well yeah unless it was well I guess it wouldn't have been hot outside this yeah. October it's not like he's gonna fry it on the yeah. car you
0: know Anyway, so I said bird pooper white paint Dean yells astronaut they get inside the car and Dean says what Sam says nothing I thought they'd be different Dean says who the angels well I tried to tell you Sam says, I mean, I thought they'd be righteous. Dean says, well, they are righteous. I mean, that's kind of the problem. Of course, there's nothing more dangerous than some a-hole who thinks he's on a holy mission. Sam says, yeah, I mean, this is God in heaven? This is what I've been praying to? Dean says, look, man, I know you're into the whole God thing and Jesus on a tortilla and stuff like that. But just because there's a couple of bad apples doesn't mean the whole barrel is rotten. I mean, for all we know, God hates these jerks. Don't give up on stuff is all I'm saying. Babe Ruth was a dick, but baseball's still a beautiful game. <laughs> Sam opens up a hex bag and picks the charred oh, sorry I birth this in the margins here. Uh-huh. Sam opens up a hex bag and picks up the charred baby bone. <laughs> Dean says, "Well, are you gonna figure a way um, la, 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 la. <laughs> Dean says, "Well, are you gonna figure out a way to find the switch or just gonna sit there fingering your bone? <clears throat> Ugh,
1: <laughs> Jesus." <laughs> He's so mature. I know.
0: (laughs) Sam says, you know how much heat it would take to char a bone like this? A lot. I mean, more than a fire or some kitchen oven. Dean says, okay, Betty Crocker, what does that mean? Sam says, it means we make a stop. So we cut back to the art department at the high school. They're snooping around. Dean says, so Tracy used a kiln to char the bone. What's the big deal? Sam says, Dean, that hex bag turned up in our room, not after we talked to Tracy, Mm, mm-hmm. dean says after we talk to the teacher sam finds a locked cupboard um i don't know what that says sam finds a locked cupboard and uses <laughs> the word is uses and uses a hammer to bust the lock he pulls out a drawer and there are bones inside
1: it's a kiln he's he's knocking open the kiln i think oh it? i thought it was a uh I thought it was a or maybe it a was desk a, or like
0: a cupboard. I don't know. That was locked. I didn't. I didn't think it, it was part of the kiln. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, okay. Anyways, I thought it was a drawer, but is <laughs> we'll that was a drawer. Yeah. That Makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. So, and there are bones inside. Sam says, "Oh my god, these are all from children." Dean says, "I'm guessing he's not saving them for the dog." Cut to Castiel and Uriel. On a Uriel? Did I say it right? Mm. Uriel. Uriel. That's gonna bug the crap out of me.
1: Like, okay, yeah. so. <laughs> This this is one of my thoughts, but I'm going to share it now. Yeah. So Uriel, the specialist, mm-hmm. I always think of like a urology. Oh, yeah. Like a specialist doctor. Right. You know, like he's the urologist. Yeah, he so, is. Uriel, the urologist. Uriel, the
0: urologist. Okay. That'll help me. Oh, my God. So we cut to Castiel and Uriel on a park bench waiting, uh, watching children trick or treat. Cass says, "'The decision's been made.' Uriel laughs and says, by a mud monkey.' Cass says, "'You shouldn't call them that.' Uriel says, "'Oh, well, that's what they are, savages, just plumbing on two legs.' Cass says, "'You're close to blasphemy. There's a reason we, we were sent, to save him. He has potential. He may succeed here. At any rate, it's out of our hands.' Uriel says, "'It doesn't have to be.' Cass says, "'And what would you suggest?' Uriel says that we, da- we drag Dean Winchester out of here. Then we blow this insignificant pinprick off the map. Cass says, you know our true orders. Are you prepared to disobey? We cut to the basement of a house. Tracy is tied up, hanging by her wrists. Don, her teacher, is Latin chanting and doing some ritual. He goes over to Tracy and trails a knife from her throat to her boob which I didn't appreciate. <laughs> then, just as he's about to stab her, he gets shot by Sam and Dean. Dean cuts Tracy loose, and she says, Thank you. He was going to kill me. Oh, that sick son of a bitch. I mean, did you see what he was doing? Did you hear him? How sloppy his incantation was? <laughs> my brother. She always, turned real quick. <laughs> yeah, my brother always was a little dim. Sam and Dean reach for their guns, but Tracy magics them onto the floor where they're writhing in pain. Tracy says, He was going to make me the final sacrifice his idea but now the honor goes to him our masters return this spell works a two-man job you understand so for 600 years i had to deal with that pompous son of a bitch planning preparing unbearable the whole time i wanted to rip his face off And you get him with a gun. Oh, I love that. (laughs) She starts collecting Don's blood into a bowl by poking his wounds with a knife. I really like like that. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, come on, more blood come out. (laughs) She says, you know, back in the day, this was the one night you kept your children inside. Well, tonight you'll all see what Halloween really is. She starts Latin chanting at the altar. Sam and Dean are still in pain on the floor. Sam scoots over to Don's body and gets some of his blood on his hands. Then he smears it all over his face. Dean whispers, What are you doing? Sam says, Just follow my lead, and he smears Dean's face with blood as well. Yuck. Yeah, <laughs> I know, God. Mm-hmm. Then the basement floor cracks open and a bunch of black smoke rushes out and into Don's mouth. His eyes open and they are white. And we see his, we see through his eyes that his vision is pretty blurry. Sam goes over to Tracy and kisses her. She says, My love, he says, You've aged. Mm-hmm. Which is um not very nice. Like, hi, I just raised you from hell.
1: Also, you look old. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's fucked up, Sam Hane.
1: Well, I mean, he is a demon. Just, but still, damn.
0: <laughs> for first words, this is pretty shitty. Yeah. she says, "This face, I can't fool you." Sam Hane says, "Your beauty is beyond time." Then he snaps her neck and she dies. He says, "Whore." Then he turns around and sees Sam and Dean. They're pretending to be dead. Sam Samhain passes them and leaves. Dean says, what the hell was that? Sam says, Halloween lore. People used to wear masks to hide from him, so I gave it a shot. <laughs> Dean says, you gave it a shot. She's like, oh my gosh!" He looks pissed. <laughs> cut to Sam Samhain walking outside. Lots of children in costumes are passing him by. His vision is still pretty blurry. We cut to Sam and Dean outside, wiping the blood off their faces. Dean says, how are we going to find this mook? Mook. Mook? Mook? Mook. Okay. Mook. <laughs> Sam says, where would you go to raise all the dark forces of the night? Dean says, a cemetery? Sam says, yeah. So they get in baby. While they're driving, Sam says, so this demon's pretty powerful. It might take more than the usual weapons. Dean says, Sam, no, you are not using your psychic whatever. Don't even think about it. Ruby's knife is enough. Sam asks, why? Dean says, because the angel said so, for one. Sam says, I thought you said they were a bunch of fanatics. Dean says, well, they happen to be right about this. Sam says, I don't know, Dean. It doesn't seem like they're right about much. Dean says, look, forget the angels, okay? You said yourself, these powers, it's like playing with fire. Please. We cut to a cemetery. A bunch of teenagers are partying inside a room where there's a bunch of dead bodies behind doors. What is that called? Is that a mausoleum? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And a mausoleum. (laughs) I was like, I don't know how or what to call this. Eric and I were like, huh.
1: Mausoleum. Okay. Well, mausoleum.
0: (laughs) I even wrote, what is this called? (laughs) One of the kids says, dude, I'm tripping balls. (laughs) Someone starts walking down the the stairs towards them. And the same high guy says, yo, shh, be quiet. It's the cops. But it's not. It's (laughs) Sam Hain. High guy says, Mr. Harding? I mean, Don. Sam Haines says nothing, but he closes and locks the gate, to the, like, door gate, to keep them all inside. High Guy says, uh, Don, you locked us in. Then, Dude. Then the body drawers start to rattle. One finally busts open, and a body pops out and grabs High Guy and pulls him back inside the hole the body came out of. Yeah. Then a bunch of blood spurts out. Ugh. Yuck. Sam and he G- died. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, and he was screaming a little bit, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I would, know. too. Oh, yeah.
0: Sam and Dean come running down the stairs. All the teenagers are rattling the door, trying to get out. Sam says, help them. Dean says, dude, you're not going off alone. Sam says, do it, and runs away. Dean yells, stand back, to the teenagers, and he shoots the lock, and everyone gets out. The body drawers start to fall and break. The body drawer doors start to fall and break. Zombies or ghouls? I don't really know which one. Probably zombies, right? I would guess
1: zombie. Yeah, because yeah. ghouls are the... Ugh. Um <sighs>
0: Have they dealt with ghouls yet? No, not yet. I think um, next season.
1: Okay. So, yeah, ghouls are different than...
0: They're a little bit more... Zombies. Yeah, okay. So yeah. zombies. Um, Dean says, bring it on, stinky. Sam finds Sam Samhain, who is just chilling inside the tomb. <laughs> Sam Samhain puts his hand out, and a very bright white light happens, but it doesn't affect Sam at all. Sam says, yeah, that demon ray gun stuff doesn't work on me. Sam Hain runs at Sam, but Sam just starts punching him in the face. <laughs> they fight for a while. We cut back to Dean, who is shoving metal stakes into all the ghouls or zombies. A girl appears, and Dean tries to stake her, but she ghost flickers away. She mind powers Dean into a wall, and then he falls to the floor. Dean says, "Zombie ghost orgy, huh? Well, that's it. I'm torching everybody." <laughs> cut back to Sam Hain. He's got Sammy by the neck, holding him up in the air. Sam pulls out the demon killing knife, but Sam Hain throws it to the ground. Then he throws Sam at a wall. Sam Hayne rushes Sam again. But Sam hold on, I gotta turn this page. And I can't do it. <laughs> uh, but Sam holds up his hand, making Sam Hain hold still. Black smoke starts trickling out of the bullet holes in his chest, and he slowly makes his way towards Sam. Sam is trying very hard to stop Sam Hain with his mind.
1: He looks rather constipated yeah, while doing it. He does. <laughs> he grabs his head
0: like it hurts and blood starts coming out of his nose. But all of Sam Pain's smoke uh, comes out of Don's mouth and he collapses. All the smoke on the floor burns away. Sam sees that Dean watched this whole thing. Cut to their motel room. It's one day after Halloween. Sam is packing up. Suddenly, Uriel is behind Sam. Uriel says, Tomorrow is November 2nd. That's an anniversary for you, right? Sam says, What are you doing here? Uriel says, It's the day Azazel killed your mother, and 22 years later, your girlfriend, too. It must be difficult to bear. Yet you brazenly used the power he gave you, his profane blood pumping through your veins. Sam says, excuse me. Uriel says, you were told not to use your abilities. Sam says, what was I supposed to do? That demon would have killed me and my brother and everyone. Uriel says, you were told not to. Sam says, if Sam Hayne had gotten loose on this town. Uriel says, been warned twice now. Sam says, you know, my brother was right about you. You are dicks. <laughs> There's a whooshing sound and a wing flapping sound. And suddenly Uriel is standing right in front of Sam. Uriel says, the only reason you're still alive, Sam Winchester, is because you've been useful. The moment that ceases to be true, the second you become more trouble than you're worth. One word, one, and I will turn you to dust. As for your brother, tell him that maybe he should climb off that high horse of his. Ask Dean what he remembers from hell then Uriel disappears. Cut to Dean sitting on a bench at a park. There's a whooshing sound and suddenly Cass is sitting at another bench next to him. Dean says, let me guess, you're here for the I told you so. Cass says, no. Dean says, well, good, because I'm really not that interested. Cass says, I'm not here to judge you, Dean. Dean asks him, why are you here? Cass says, our orders. Dean says, yeah, you know, I've had enough of those orders of yours. Cass says, our orders were not to stop the summoning of Sam Samhain. They were to do whatever you told us to do. Dean says, your orders were to follow my orders? Cass says, it was a test to see how you would perform under battlefield conditions, you might say. Dean says, it was a witch, not the Tet Offensive. So I failed your test, huh? I get it. But you know what? If you, let's see. If you were to wave that magic time-traveling wand of yours, and we had to do it all over again, I'd make the same call. Because, see, I don't know what's going to happen when the seals are broken. Hell, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But what I do know is that this here, these kids, the swings, the trees, all of it, it's still here because of my brother and me. Cass says, you misunderstand me, Dean. I'm not like you think. I was praying that you would choose to save the town. These people, they're all my father's creations. They're works of art. And yet, even though you stopped Sam Hain, the seal was broken, and we are one step closer to hell on earth for all creation. And that is not an expression, Dean. It's literal.
1: (laughs) He's like, so serious. He really is.
0: You, of all people, should appreciate what that means. I'll tell you something if you promise not to tell another soul. Dean says, okay. Cass says, I'm not a hammer, as you say. I have questions. I have doubts. I don't know what is right and what is wrong anymore and whether you passed or failed here. But in the coming months, you will have more decisions to make. I don't envy the weight that's on your shoulders, Dean. I truly don't. They make some intense eye contact, <laughs> and then Dean looks away, and when he looks back, Cass is gone. And credits.
1: Okay. So I would just like to point out that they were sitting in a park for that whole scene with like kids around and like parents around for the kids and all that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. how did nobody notice this guy just showing and, and then just disappear? You know? Yeah,
0: I don't, I don't even know. <laughs>
1: like, it doesn't make any sense to me. But whatever, it's fine. Also, the guy who plays um, the the brother, which. He plays a good bad guy. Oh, yeah.
0: He did a great job, I thought.
1: And I think part of it is, like, the creepy blue eyes, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that's his natural color or if it was, like, they made his eyes kind of look funny because he's, like, supposed to be possessed and also dead or, like, what? You know? Yeah. But, like, they did a good job with that. Like, yeah. he's just creepy enough, you know? Yeah. They
0: did a really good job.
1: Yeah. Um, also, so, like, when Cass was like, oh, we were sent... T- we were sent to save him, it's like, okay, so it wasn't just Cass that was sent to, like, save Dean. Mm-hmm. So it's like, does that mean that it's not just those two? That it's like, that's the angel's do- jobs in general at this point to, like, save Dean if he needs it? Like, that's...
0: I don't know! You know? like,
1: it's kind of weird. I was like, huh. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it before. Yeah. But, eh, I mean... Whatever. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of stuff I want to say, but it's too spoilery.
1: Yeah. Don't do it, man. <laughs> it's hard not to. I'm, I'm trying to go based off of, like, just up to this point. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what are we thinking? Right. But um, also, I okay, I think it's kind of funny. So um, when the astronaut kid was asking for candy or whatever, Sam's like, you know, oh, like we we have candy, we've got a ton of candy and Dean's like, No we don't like does this mean that Sam buys candy to hand out to Halloween, you know, like yeah. kids dressed up for Halloween, like a trunk or treat sort of thing? Mm-hmm. And then Dean just eats it all because he has no self-control. Or does it mean that he's just trying to, like, be like, dude, you don't need this. Like, give it to the kid, you know? Like, yeah. I, I, wasn't think, sure.
0: I think that Sam buys the candy for the kids. That's
1: what I would like to think is yeah. that he buys the candy to hand out to the kids and then Dean just can't control himself yeah. and eats it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so.
1: But, yeah. <laughs> Also, were they actually out of candy, or was Dean just saying he was out of candy because he didn't want to give I up think, his candy? I think, yeah, I think
0: he was saving the rest for himself, for sure. Quite
1: possibly, yeah. yeah. But, those are, those are pretty much my thoughts. Oh, also, so the Mud Monkeys, I think, is interesting, because, um, like... In the Bible, how it says, like, you know, man was created or whatever. is like, created from the dirt. So mm-hmm. it's, like, literally, like, monkeys made from dirt. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what he's going off right. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like, that is. Ah, okay. You know. But, anyways. Um, so what was your favorite moment in this episode?
0: Oh, geez. The Um, I need a minute. What was your favorite moment?
1: Um, I think... I don't know. I think probably my favorite moment was... When Sam was like, dude two words jail bait and Dean's like, I would never Yeah. Like
0: clearly he would <laughs> I think one of my favorite moments was when um, the high kid, the kid who was high got huh. got dragged into the body drawer. Really? Yeah. All that blood spurted out and uh. it just it just it was a it was a classic horror movie move i thought i thought yeah. they did a good job with the effects of that it was yeah. really <laughs> truly scary and upsetting and i liked it
1: i didn't think it was scary but i did think it was pretty gross yeah yeah because that's like it's basically like you got put in a blender yeah yeah <laughs> and the lid was left off yeah
0: i liked it, it was, yuck i liked it
1: yeah yeah mm. Ugh. I would not say that was my favorite moment by any stretch. Yeah, of the I just thought
0: I just think they did a good job with it.
1: <laughs> well, our interesting facts in this episode. Um, the title of the episode is a nod to the Peanuts comic strip. Um, it's the it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Um, Sam Hain is not pronounced Sam Hain; rather, it's pronounced Sowen as. It is a Gaelic word, which, okay, let me just say that, like, the Gaelic la- language, like, it's so pretty, but doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, like, agreed. Like, like, Siobhan, you know, like, you spell it, and it's just like, it this does not sound yeah. like sersha mm-hmm. like Saoirse Ronan, or whatever, like, you look at her <clears> name, <throat> and it does not look like it should sound like it does. Right. It's like, clearly their letters... Like, while maybe being similar letters, do not... one. Well, I don't even think they are. I think they're pretty different. I'm not sure. But, like, when you write it out in English, the letters is just kind of like... Mm-hmm. Eh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, how does this make any sense? That's, still, like, a thing. People have a lot of issues with saying these words because they don't know how to say them because they're spelled so differently than what you say. Right. But, anyways. Um... Uh, the drawings of the Sam Samhain that Sam shows to Dean are actually Gustave Doré's illustration of Dante's Inferno from the Divine Comedy, and have nothing to do with Sam Hain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, both Jensen Ackles and Ashley Benson started on the daytime soap opera Days of Our Lives, um, though in different years and not at the same time. The one that plays Tracy. Yeah. Right. hmm Um... Sam Hain is pronounced correctly in this episode. Um, the character is a nod to Sam Hain from an episode of The Real Ghostbusters when Halloween was forever, in which the ghost of Halloween is summoned during a ritual and the creatures of the night follow him around like the Pied Piper, as Sam says. Um, the inspiration for The Real Ghostbusters, Sam Hain, came from a, go- a god demon of Halloween in Ray Bat- Bradbury's book, The Halloween Tree. Ray Bradbury, what else does he do? <laughs> Um, oh man. Is that Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit 451?
0: I can't remember. I feel like I know
1: that name, but I don't know why. I can't
0: remember, and I feel just like nothing but shame for not remembering.
1: I don't, like, where did my phone go? <laughs> I can't find my I don't know. But I think Ray Bradbury yeah. is Fahrenheit 451. He's, he's written a lot of things. American author. Mm-hmm. Um,. Yeah, four, Fahrenheit 451. Good job. Um, the only one of his books, I think, that I've probably read. I've never read any of his. I, well, I read it because it was one of those like books you read in English class. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the Velt, Dandelion Wine, The Sound of Thunder, Martian Chronicles. Let's see if there right. any of these like, I even recognize other than Fahrenheit 451. So it's interesting Signals that again. one of the interesting
0: facts said that Sam Samhain is not supposed to be pronounced Sam Samhain. Mm-hmm. And then another interesting fact said that it was but it was spelled correctly. Yeah. But they look like two different origins.
1: Yeah, two different origins. So Samhain, like, in general, is a Gaelic word, and it's that's not how it's said. But in this instance, Samhain is, like, two different words. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's the character of, or one of the characters in the book. So it's, Mm -hmm. like, it's said correctly for what they were getting it from, but if you're going from, like, Sam Hain, the original, I guess. Yeah. It's not said right. Yeah, yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, that's that. That's pretty much that. As confusing as that may or may not have been. <laughs> so our interesting, or not our interesting facts, sorry. Our research <laughs> from this week um, is from mentalfloss.com. Um, it's six spooky facts about Sam Hain. Um, it says, contrary to popular belief, uh, Halloween's origins aren't devilish. In fact, historians trace its roots back to an ancient Celtic festival called Samhain, celebrated around 2,000 years ago. Um, here are six pieces of trivia. Uh, number one, Sam H- Samhain was an annual harvest festival. Um, it was one of four major Celtic seasonal festivals, along with, I'm going to say these wrong probably, uh, in bulk, it's I-M-B-O-L-C, okay. um, Beltane and, oh boy, Lugnesad. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm probably butchering it, um, which occurred around 2,000 years ago in regions including modern day Ireland, Scotland, Wales, England, northern France, and the Isle of Man, which wow. I have never heard of that before. Oh, I have. Where is that? I mean, obviously in a similar area, right? But like, um.
0: I think it's close to England, but I might be totally lying to you. I I might be thinking of a different aisle.
1: Eh, it's possible. I'm going to go with it because I don't know.
0: (laughs) Hey, we are sorry if you live there and we are just making shit up. (laughs) So forgive us, please.
1: (laughs) But if you are from there, please tell us more because... let us know. I've never even heard of this place, so... Um, held from sundown on october 31st through november 1st at least by today's modern calendar it took place between the autumn equinox and the winter solstice um fittingly linguists translate the word samhain which was pronounced sawwin um to mean summer's end um so it says we don't know much about how Sawin was celebrated um So during Samhain, the Celts harvested their crops and probably slaughtered livestock for food. Um, Then they celebrated their abundance with sporting games and a giant and, uh, or a giant feast, sorry. I was was like, a giant? I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Oh, read the rest of the sentence, Rochelle. (laughs) Um, My brain just stalled out. It's fine. Um, The people also prepared winter housing for itinerant warriors and shamans. Um, on a spiritual level, uh, Samhain marked the time of year in which the barrier between the earthly world and the spirit world dissolved, allowing spirits and fairies to walk among and perhaps torment mortals. (laughs) Oh. Um, it's also described in countless myths and folktales as a period of mystical intensity. Uh, Celtic priests built huge bonfires, practiced divination rituals, and conducted rites to keep ghouls at bay. Uh, but since they didn't keep written records, many of these practices remain shrouded in mystery. Mm. Um, number three, Samhain was transformed into a Christian holiday. Uh, by the 7th century, many Western European nations had converted to Christianity. Uh, the Romans had celebrated Lemur- Lemuria, Um, a festival of the dead each may but now the feast was dedicated to catholic saints Uh, during the 8th century pope gregory iii um, moved the annual festival which was an early predecessor to all saints day um, for romans to november 1st right around the time uh, Samhain took place and then pope gregory the fourth made the change for the western church Uh, To this day, historians don't quite know whether or not the switch was made to transform Samhain into a Christian holiday or whether it was simply more practical for the feast to be held during autumn when harvest crops could be used to feed hungry pilgrims traveling to Rome. Um, Later, November 2nd was designated as All Souls Day, and the eve before All Saints Day, once known as All Hallows Day, was dubbed All Hallows Eve. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So many name changes. Um, Over the centuries, this holiday involved evolved into modern-day Halloween. <laughs> Involved into it. Hmm. Well, I mean, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, number four, Samhain doesn't have satanic origins. Uh, throughout history, many people have believed that Samhain has dark and demonic roots. Uh, this misconception is largely due to Charles Valency, a British military surveyor and amateur historian who first visited Ireland in 1762 while on a surveying mission. <coughs> As I choke. Ooh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Valency became fascinated with the region, and he wrote a massive three-volume work on its history and culture, um, but in its opus, the clueless scholar erroneously claimed that linguists had mistranslated the word "Sawin" instead of meeting Summer's End. Valency argued it actually referred to the Celtic god, um, alternately named Balsub, hmm. um, bal meaning lord and sab meaning death. Um... Scholars dismissed Valancy's claims, but his writings still perpetuated the myth that the Celts once celebrated a demonic god, Lord Samhain, with burnt human sacrifices and other barbaric rituals. Uh, Many early historians described the Celts as a bloodthirsty people who regularly engaged in ritualistic sacrifices, but it's unclear whether there's truth to these tales. Uh, Plus, none of these accounts, nor ancient Gaelic legends, specifically mention sacrifices occurring during Samhain. Uh, number five, many songs, movies, and TV shows reference Sawin, um, even though Sawin was never a devil-worshipping holiday. Plenty of popular films, musical acts, and TV shows reference it as such. Um, in the film Halloween two from 1981, the franchise's protagonist, uh, psychiatrist Dr. Loomis, um, and policemen discover the ser- the serial killer Michael Myers has scrawled the word Sawin across an elementary school blackboard in blood uh loomis says it references the festival of sawin and he mispronounces the holiday's name uh probably said sam <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah um sawin is also refer- referenced in halloween 3 season of the witch from 1982 in which an irish toy maker wants to return sawin to its supposedly bloody roots by planting a mass sacrifice or by planning sorry a mass sacrifice of children using cursed costume masks Hmm. Uh, The list goes on. Characters in the cartoon TV series Ugly Americans, an assortment of demons, zombies, wizards, and more, observe a holiday called Samhain. Um, And Glenn Danzig, the singer-songwriter who's best known for founding punk band The Misfits, started a gothic metal punk rock band called Samhain in the early 1980s after leaving the formal music group. And it might be Samhain, I don't know. I'm just like... I'm reading it now, according to how it's supposed to be said, but I don't know, like the people that are making these bands, if that's how they say it. That's how they said it, right. right? Yeah. Um, uh, number six: Some people still celebrate Samhain today. Um, today, neo pagans give the ancient holiday of Samhain a modern twist. Uh, religious groups ranging from Celtic reconstructionist pagans to Wiccans have created their own unique ways to mark the mis- to mark the mystical harvest festival, <laughs> 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 um, ranging from historic. Recreations of the Celts Celebrations to Rituals and Rites Honoring Ancestors. I said that right. I was like, that didn't sound right. Deceased loved ones or spirits. Wow. So, that is that. A lot of interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, and I, I know like a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say, and I, I don't know where they're getting it from or whatever, but I've heard a lot of people say that, you know, Halloween was originally like, a devil-worshipping holiday. That's why a lot of people don't celebrate it, is because yeah. they're like, oh, it was a devil-worshipping, you know, holiday or whatever. Right. And, yeah, so. In fact, it was not. Right. <laughs> so well, there. what was your agent or ass moment? Yeah, so, one of my... I hate to throw my dad under the bus, but uh, I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know... I've been moving and my parents have been bringing over stuff from, like, underneath their house and all that because, um, they, you know, most of it is under their house from when I moved or from when I lived in a, an apartment before. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, all of my kitchen stuff and all that sort of stuff is under there. So, they've been bringing boxes of stuff and bringing, like, my bed and all that. You know, okay. So... It seems to be that every time my dad brings a large item, so like my bed or my TV or whatever, Mm -hmm. he forgets an essential part of it. So like my bed, I have like a, it's not a sleep number brand bed, but it's... Basically, the same thing, like you can adjust the firmness or whatever of it with an air pump. Mm -hmm. Um, but the thing is, is you have to have the tubes connected to the air pump because there's no like valve to keep the air from coming out, Mm -hmm. it's literally like the only thing that stops it is the pump. Okay, and so (laughs) he brings this stuff, he brings the headboard, but no like frame to hold the headboard, okay, and then he brings. The platform for the bed because it's like a bunch of little, like, plastic pieces or whatever mm-hmm. that interlock. And then he brings, like, the shell of the bed with the mattress things, but he doesn't bring the pump. And so it's like, okay, I've got a headboard that's just resting against the wall and then a platform. And then a mattress, which I can't blow up, so then I had to, you know, borrow an air mattress from my aunt and uncle to mm-hmm. sleep on until my parents could bring me the rest, because they didn't bring the air pump or anything, and I was just like, okay, there's, like, half the bed here, but not enough to that's actually so be functional. Weird. And then, so the week after that, my dad, I was like, okay, you have to bring all this stuff or- so I can, like, sleep in my bed. I don't want to sleep on an air mattress anymore, because it kind of deflates in the middle of the night, and then I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, yeah. that's all mat- air mattresses do that, that you know don't have a legit stopper and aren't firm you know? yeah <laughs> and so so he does and then he's like okay I'm gonna bring your TV or the TV that you know nobody's using in the house or whatever you, you're, I'm gonna bring it for you I'm like okay it's a smart tv which means you have to have the remote like there's no buttons on the tv there's not even a power button on the tv like you have to have the remote to operate it right so he brings the tv and like the thing to mount it on the wall and all that and no remote oh (laughs) dude. and i'm just like come on yeah
0: (laughs) that is so frustrating so it's just
1: like i mean it's fine and it's kind of funny but it's just like dude and then every yeah. time I'm like did you bring this or hey where's this part of this or where's this part of this he's like oh and then like one of the things we talked about because I have some like pictures and stuff to hang on the walls and it's like mm-hmm. okay we talked about bringing stuff to hang it right yeah and I'm like okay well where's the stuff to hang it so that way we can get it hung right and he's like I didn't bring stuff to hang it and I'm like that was like one of the things on the list, like, where is it? And he's like, oh, I don't know. So then he was like, and every time it's like, okay, where's this? Where's this? And he had forgotten it. He's like, rah, rah, and he'd get like more and more grumpy because Aww. he forgot it. And I'm like, I felt kind of bad, but also I was like,
0: dude, <laughs> get your shit together. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: it's just kind of like, oh, okay. That's but funny. yeah, so it's not like, it's just kind of an idiot moment on his part of just mm-hmm. like, dude, just remember. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you've got a list. <laughs> But oh man! Anyway, so what was your itch at moment?
0: Well, Friday um, was Eric and I's six-month wedding anniversary. Six month? Six year? Sorry. Oh, I was like, hold on,
1: <laughs> are you are you celebrating every six months or something? Oh, or like, no, no okay, no, okay, no, sorry. Well, happy anniversary! Thank you. <laughs> six years.
0: <clears throat> and what we had scheduled that day was Killian having an MRI on his head.
1: all the excitement and the bummer
0: I mean well that's a total bummer um, since they had to knock him out for the MRI because he's four.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, he's not going to hold still. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, he couldn't eat or drink anything oh. for eight hours. That's not true. He could drink until like two hours beforehand, okay. but he couldn't eat anything. Yeah. And his um, appointment was at two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh. So he just, you know, woke up and wasn't allowed to have anything except yeah. for like some Jello and some Gatorade. Yeah. So he was pretty grumpy about that. Oh,
1: I would be too. So, so again,
0: this is our sixth month anniversary. Now beforehand, Sit I... Sit here. Six, oh, why do I keep doing? sorry six year anniversary and beforehand i had told eric you know like like you know let's not get each other anything let's not worry about it and you Mm -hmm. know maybe we'll have some some we will go out to dinner or we'll do something special for dinner you know Mm -hmm. um but like don't you know don't don't get me anything i'm not getting you anything let's just you know for for money reasons Mm -hmm. and stuff right Mm -hmm. so um So I was like, so we're not, we don't have anything really planned. And so we're sitting at the hospital while Killian is doing his MRI. And, um, Eric mentions that he was going to game that night. So he normally Friday and Saturday nights, Mm -hmm. which are his days off of work. Um, he normally plays D and D, um, over the phone Mm -hmm. with, a bunch of his friends that live in other parts of the country.
1: Yeah. Hopefully he's got unlimited minutes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well I think it's all over Wi Fi because he's okay. doing it through the computer on oh, his headphones. Oh, okay. So yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So um and he so he mentioned that he was gonna be doing that that night. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, I'm gonna be playing D D on the phone and I was like, It's our sixth year anniversary. I almost said month again. <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, well you said we weren't doing anything it's like, that doesn't mean I don't want to hang out with you. It's
1: like, no, it didn't, I didn't. By saying you didn't, you're not going to do anything. It's like gift wise. Like, right. you know, like we're not going to do anything that way. But yeah, we're still going to see each other and hang out together. You know? Yeah.
0: And then I was like, well, you know, like I thought we were hanging out. And he just looked at me and I was like. Like you'd grown three heads or something. And I was like, oh my God, you would rather do that than hang out with me on our anniversary. And so I got really fucking bummed, and I was yes. just like...
1: Eh, eh. I mean, Eric, I'd be, I'd be I, mad. And,
0: and Eric was like, I'll cancel it. And I'm like, why? You don't even need to, because I'm just going to be mad at you anyway. You might as well game. And he's just, so he canceled it, and it was fine. And we it worked out, but it took me a while to... <laughs> like,
1: to be me, like, what the heck? <laughs> get out of my
0: pissy pants. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> Yeah. It was just... I, I, just, I was like, oh, come on. I totally want to hang out with you. It's our anniversary. Yeah. But, you know, and he just... He, he apologized and just said he wasn't thinking right and I forgive him obviously. So we're good and everything is fine and we spent the day together except for <laughs> this is when I decided well he had gotten some new some coffee liqueur uh-huh. that has some rum in it. So it's just like um It's just like Kahlua. It's just a different brand that had like Uh a a prestigious espresso in it. Whatever. So he got it. And he's like, I'm going to make some white Russians. And I'm like, sweet, make me one. Mm -hmm. So I have a white Russian and I'm feeling really good. Uh I have another one and I'm feeling great. Uh I (laughs) I only have two. So I get drunk. I come down from my drunk and like 830 rolls around and I can't even stand up. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not drunk anymore, but every time I stand up, I feel I get that, like, super lightheaded, like, you're going to pass out right now.
1: Huh. So, like... I like, blacking ha- out, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, like actually going to pass out. Like, you're, you're mm-hmm. going to pass out. So, oh, yeah, I yeah. had to lay down. And this happened to me for, like, I can't remember how long. Maybe, like, 45 minutes or something. Uh-huh. And then, after that, I was like, well, I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep. It's, uh-huh. like, 9 o'clock, 9.30. Eric totally could have gamed. <laughs> So I felt like a total
1: idiot. I mean, that's the thing, though, is that I guess if... I mean, if he could have afterwards, like, after you went to bed, he could have just called them and been like, hey. Yeah, I know. You you know, like, so.
0: Yeah, it's okay. It was just he... So he was kind of an idiot first, and then I turned into an idiot. I just don't think I can drink white Russians.
1: (laughs) Apparently it's just too much. They're so yummy, though. I know a lot of people, like... They either get, like, hung over easily or they just, like, have more of a, you know, intolerance to alcohol when mm-hmm. there's a lot of sugar involved. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. And I think rum usually is a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I have no idea.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, anyways, that's yeah. what happened. Igits all around.
1: <laughs> all of the <laughs> yep. Well,
0: Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandasputspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Asputs, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.